It's hump day on a Wednesday. Good to have you. I will say this. I do believe the drought is officially over, at least in my neck of the woods. Damn. Damn. Good to have you on board today. Uh, getting ready. We got an action-packed day today, as a matter of fact. We got a lot of good stuff today. So uh, we are going to uh, be talking some baseball today as the Cubs. They choked it away. My God, did they choke last night against Atlanta. Uh, Brewers didn't get the win, but they uh, did ultimately get the championship. So the uh, NL Central Championship banner, once again, will fly high at American Family Field. A lot of happy people down at the ballpark stayed last night, waited for the champagne to be sprayed. But as uh, Craig Council said, we've got four more of these before we can actually say it's official. And uh, the Brewers would then end up getting their very first World Series championship as a franchise. Uh, So let's hope there's four more celebrations in our future. Uh, That being said, you've got uh, Joe Barry, who we uh, promised you from yesterday to today. Joe Barry speaks, and you're going to hear some of that conversation coming up a little bit later on. Uh, Today we've got Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette going to be joining us. Mark Schofield makes his normal appearance on a Wednesday from SB Nation to talk about the entire NFL. Jeff Levering from Brewers Radio going to be joining us we'll talk with him coming up a little bit later on uh, in the last hour of the program and uh what else do we have today uh we got the power rankings we've got uh, the cubs choking uh joe barry today packers back in the practice field yet again uh we're, we're kind of loaded we're kind of loaded this is one of those loaded shows today and it was a banner day in two fronts not one but two and i'll tell you what those are after our discussion yesterday oh my god if you could only see, if you're watching on the live stream, below the table, I am not wearing pants. It is that kind of a day. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. You can get a hold of us, 877-867-1670, Find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, Grant uh, Bill's is uh, producing the program, and you can find him at Wisco Grant. You've also got Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show. And uh, keep uh, liking over on Instagram. We appreciate it. More pictures and stuff go to Instagram. The live stream doesn't, but more pictures and stuff do. Uh, Facebook, go to facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. But the big one that continues to grow by leaps and bounds is YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show, and you can listen to and watch the program and I know many, many, many people are starting to do it that way. I'm getting more and more, um, I guess, emails or comments from YouTube than in almost anywhere else. Uh, you can email the program. Speaking of that, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on the app if you want to just listen. Put it on your phone. Take us anywhere and everywhere. The Zone, Z-O-N-E, The Zone Madison. And after the fact, as always, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts as well. Grant, uh, our discussion yesterday Went into a lot of different directions. And I, uh, we were talking about the different whiskeys and bourbons and all that kind of stuff, correct? Yeah, we were talking, you were telling me about a drink, an apple cider yes. smoky drink. I remember this, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. So we were, uh, we were discussing that. So I had the, uh, I had the, the it, it used to be called the Cedarburg Cider. And I can't take credit for it. it was, uh, I was at a restaurant in Cedarburg a few years ago. They don't even make it anymore up there, which I'm disappointed. But it was a place called the Anvil which is a tremendous, tremendous restaurant, and they had a thing called the Cedarburg Cider for fall. And it had bullet bourbon and maple syrup and some, uh, and some apple cider and some orange bitters, and it's, it's a fantastic drink. So anyway, 
three things happened in the last 24 hours. So I st- I, I have uh, done some work on that drink over the last couple of years because I liked it so much and added some of my own that uh, Joette down at Nice Ash, uh, the Nice Ash Cigar Bar down in Waukesha, who's part of our program, called me up and said, hey, what is that drink you talk about? And I said, here's what it is. And she said, oh, okay. So apple cider only lasts about a week. You don't. That, that's not like apple juice. Apple juice will last a month. Apple cider will not. So you got to make sure you continually use it. So they bought a bunch of, you know, the, the half gallons and called me up and said, hey, can you show us how to do this? So that is going to be our featured October drink. So, absolutely. So I went down there. And exactly what, uh, you know, as I described on the air, I tweaked it a little bit, added a couple things to it. But it is the big unit cider on the menu now down at Nice Ash. So if you're going to go smoke a cigar, you're going to go listen to music, you're going to go watch a game, now you can get the big unit cider down. So that's the first thing that happened. You're kind of a tastemaker. I tip my cap. Well done. I'm, I'm trying. So this morning, this never happens. Never I go in, I got up this morning because I had told you we got some friends coming over on Sunday. So I thought, you know what, tomorrow I'm, I'm just balls to the wall because I've got to get to Lambo. I've got the show, we got the post-game show. Friday I'm going to be tired from coming back. I won't get home until about 3 in the morning, blah, blah, blah. And then Friday night we've got uh, stuff at Harvest Fair, and Saturday we're going to be cleaning around the house and getting ready. So you're kind of out of time to kind of get yourself ready for friends coming over on Sunday. So I thought, I'll go out this morning. There's a couple of places that I go. Woodman's is one of them, and there's a couple of liquor stores near me. And I thought, uh, you know what, I'll just go around. And, you know, I, it was casual this morning. I got up again. I was listening to the rain this morning, but I had to get out of bed. So I got up, and I went to a couple of different places. I got everything I needed. I got all the lemons and all the limes and the seltzers and all that kind of stuff for all the mixes for the drinks. And I walked into a liquor store, and I look over, and they had just opened. And I look over, and there's a guy uh, he's he's not an employee of the liquor store, but he's got a box. And out of the box, he pulled bottles of Eagle Rare, four bottles of Blanton's, and four bottles of Buffalo Trace. I got two bottles of each. Oh! Talk about right place at right time. Oh, my goodness. So I'm out of my mind this morning. Stuff that you can that I, I walk into every store and they always go, nope, not today. Nope, not today. It's like a year's worth of being rejected. You know, it's kind of like asking the same girl over and over again if she'll go to the prom with you. And she just looks at you and smiles and goes, nope, not today. Maybe tomorrow. You know, and then you walk in and finally it's like, oh, yeah, I'll throw down with you. How are we looking? I couldn't believe it. I walked in. He's literally unboxing it as I walk through the door. So now I have not one but two. Of the, of the Blantons that I just could not get. I got a red label and a black label, and I was fired up. So that's my morning. So the rest of the day, I never want the show to crash and burn, but if it does, it's okay. My day is good. I can, I can drink hearty after the program if I need to. So that's my kind of morning. How's your day today? Man, not as good as yours, although I, I had a good morning. I, I woke up, and they were replaying the celebration on Valley. So I, I watched that. Some of the interviews last night that I, I didn't really right. catch when I was getting ready to go to bed and stuff. So that was nice. But I didn't have the morning that you had. That's for damn sure. Yeah. There's not a drink named after me at one of my favorite bars. Right. That's that's just I'm out of my mind. Are you in town on Saturday or on Sunday? Are you around? Are you going to be still uh, doing finishing up the officiating out there in uh, lacrosse on or Eau Claire on Saturday? Yeah, I have to bless a young couple with love. I, I need to, to bind two souls for the rest of their lives. So I'll be uh, I'll be up by Eau Claire on Saturday night doing wedding stuff. 
just checking. If you need someone to come help you drink all that booze, you just send yeah, me a message. Yeah, I was going to say, you're more than welcome to come. I mean, you know, I, I, I you have a, a finer palate. I don't know if uh, our buddy Evo and Rowdy would appreciate the finer palate side of things. but I, I, have, would, a, uh, I have a finer palate, you think? <laughs> well, uh, at least via discussion anyway. That's I, true. I, I, although I will say, Ebo's got an eclectic taste. He's He likes everything. Uh, but I, I think, you know... That's just it. He likes everything. I don't know if he can distinguish between. I think maybe he's just had permanent COVID and no taste. He just swigs whatever. That's why Ebo's great. He's kind of up for whatever. But always right? has a smile on his face. He's, he's never The man lived on snobby. an island in the middle of the Wisconsin River for a weekend. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was like a version of Survivor, for God's sakes. He's out there with a skillet, a bunch of sand, and a couple of carp and a wipe. How are we looking? Yes. <laughs> And a fire with a bunch of sticks, and uh, there you go. So, yeah, he's a, he's a different cat. So I'll give him credit for that. But yeah, that's uh, that's the weekend upcoming. So enjoying that. Uh, the Brewers did get a win last. It's always disappointing when you don't win to get in. It's you, you want your team to win. You want them to you know you kind of quote earn it, even though they did throughout the season. And they'll win more games, and and they're going to probably break ninety. You would assume. But it, you always want them to win and get in. It's a little bit uh, takes a little bit of the shine off. But for the guys in that clubhouse last night, um, it was it was good to see Craig Council smile and let loose. I don't know if anybody was thinking about that. Were you were you mulling that over as you were watching that celebration last night? I mean, it's a bummer when you don't get to celebrate after a win. Yeah, but. I don't know. I think these players get it a little bit more than the fans. They play 162 games. They lose right. a lot. Like, it's the it's the price of doing business in Major League Baseball. So it was a little clunky, but I think as soon as the champagne started flying, I forgot about the loss pretty quickly. It was, it was good to see Craig Council smiling and excited and happy. All I kept thinking was, is I hope this feeling fills him, and maybe he's going to say, you know what, I want to come back. Everybody seems to think he's not. But I, I'm kind of hoping that the feeling that he had last night and the fact that it's a grind, it's a long season, you know, you're starting all the way back into January and it culminates in October and November. I, I hope that because all, all you really get is November, December and part of January off and then you're back. Yeah, I mean, you don't get that much time when it comes to baseball. And I'm kind of hoping he goes, yeah, you know, my, the batteries are rejuvenated. I'm good to go. This was exciting. I'm, you know, a lot of fun. Uh, but I also thought to myself when he said four more celebrations, my first thought was if he wins it all, he is definitely gone. I mean, definitely gone. If they would win it all, and I know, who was it, Corbin Burns that said, hey, this franchise is kind of due. Um, but if they win it all, I think there is no better way to ride off into the sunset than with a championship tr uh, trophy and ring held high. I, I just, I just do. And I would then, I would want to be the first to shake his hand and say, thank you. And then just pat him on the back and say, now go enjoy your life. You've accomplished everything you've needed to accomplish. That's the one thing that is eluding him right now. So that's why when he says four more celebrations, you, you got to hope that that's what culminates. Now, here's the other side of things. Uh, I got a lot of, uh, I shouldn't say a lot. I got maybe 15, maybe-ish uh, texts, tweets, stuff. Uh, I had people that were Cubs fans that are saying, 
You know, they were getting all over me because the Cubs are going to make the playoffs and be the wild card, and the Brewers can end up facing them, and the Cubs will come in and knock the Brewers off, which I don't believe. But uh, I will say this, and this, this is one thing that has sparked in my mind some thought. I pray to God, I pray to God that Brewers fans, if indeed the Cubs have to come to American Family Field, that Brewers fans keep the tickets. I mean, buy them and buy them fast and buy them furious. I hope that Brewers fans do. I don't want to hear a louder crowd from Chicago in American Family Field than what we have in regard. I just I don't want to see Cubs fans infiltrate American Family Field the way they have in the past. It's just, I hope to God that that these fans show up and, and ball out and not just say, hey, we're going to wait for the next round. So that's the one thing that I – I started to think of that last night, and I was kind of like, oh, my God. I'm a little little paranoid about that. But uh, I had said that uh, the Brewers were going to win the NL, NL championship. I never deviated from that when it came to my prediction coming down the stretch. So, you know, for Cubs fans to now come out and go, well, we're going to get you here. Well, but you didn't win the division. That was the whole point. That was the whole point. You can say what you want now. I don't give a damn. But that was the whole point was – you weren't going to win the division. The Brewers were a better team down the stretch, and, and the Cubs faded, and so so be it. It's done. So that was that was part of that. I just felt it interesting that they're just holding that grudge, just waiting, waiting for the uh, for the Brewers in some way to face them, as if they're going to come back and extract revenge in the uh, in the in the postseason on the Brewers, and thus the Brewers, you know, like like I'm going to all of a sudden acquiesce to Cubs fans. It's like no, not going to happen. Not going to happen. So, anyway, that was one of the thoughts that uh, kind of ran across my mind last night as Cubs fans kind of started coming out of the woodwork. Uh, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come out. We've got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk to Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette coming up here a little bit later on today, about an hour and 15 minutes from now. We'll chat with him. And then Mark Schofield always joins us about a half an hour after that from SB Nation. We talk a lot of NFL with him. Uh, also, you've got Jeff Levering of Brewers Radio coming up. Bottom of the hour we didn't get a chance to hear him yesterday. We're going to hear him today. It's going to be Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. You're going to hear some of his comments coming up today as well. So a lot to get to. As I had mentioned at the top of the hour, this portion of the program uh, brought to you by our good friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I saw that Alex Della, I think it was Alex last night, throughout, as a matter of fact, throughout the first pitch at, at the Brewers game last evening. Uh, so kudos to him. He got a chance to do something really cool. That's kind of nice. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella WI. Dot com. That's PellaWI.com. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. 
$6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details, offers end at 9-30-2023. Yes, they did. Ah, couldn't happen to a better team. Those cubbies, those crazy cubbies. <laughs> this portion of the program brought to you by the place they can get you a ring. Hopefully the Brewers get a ring. That's what I'm looking forward to one day is uh, maybe it's sooner rather than later, but the Brewers certainly have the pitching to do it. But can they get a ring? But you can get a ring, engagement ring, anniversary ring. You can upsize uh, or upgrade. Uh, or whatever, uh, over there with our friends at Kane and Kane Jewelers. They want to rock your world. They're in West Bend, Wisconsin. Go to Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com. That is KaneJewelry.com. And uh, Andy Kane has the podcast. If you go to the website, uh, he's got the podcast called Buy Like a Guy, and uh, you can uh, listen to it there. But uh, good stuff from our friends at Kane and Kane Jewelers. Um, they, Mike said everybody's happy the Brewers win by default. Mike, it's not by default. Not by, you know, not by, it's not by default. They, they've, how many wins do they have in the season, Mike? What, 86, 80, I haven't even looked today. 86, 87, 88. It's not by default. Just an FYI. It's not by default. It, they, they've earned it. They've won more games than everybody else in their division. And the teams that were behind them lost. They won. Now, will they win a game the rest of the season? I don't know. They don't have to. They've done enough. They've won enough. They had enough of a win streak when everybody else was starting to falter. They've done enough to win the division, and you don't take that away from them. There's been plenty of teams throughout history who have lost on the last week of the season, a lost a game, but the teams that were in the rearview mirror faltered and put more distance between themselves and – the team on top and that team on top then had enough wins that they have stacked up throughout the season to get themselves into the postseason. So what are you going to say? If they win tonight, it's meaningless. If they win tomorrow, it's meaningless. If they win out, it's meaningless. If they end up with 92 wins on the season, that's all anybody cares about. How many wins you end up on the season? How many games did you win the division by? And what do you do once you get to the postseason? But you don't apologize because you won more games than anybody else in your division. And that's the dumbest comment you can possibly make. It takes the shine off of the celebration a little bit when you don't win the day you get in, but it doesn't mean you didn't earn it. Backing in means everybody else quit, and you you win it by default. They didn't win it by default. Dumbass comment. Must be a Cubs fan. Um, And by the way, they're 11-6 and six in the 17-game stretch, just so you know. Well, winning the division, that's an accomplishment that, that takes four or five, six months. It's not just about yesterday. You know right. what I mean? That, that's what, like, Christian Yelich, can I play you this clip, Bill? It's 30 seconds. This is Yelich right. last night talking about it, and I thought it makes sense because it's they're not just celebrating yesterday. They're celebrating the whole season. I mean, it's always hard. I mean, you got to play you got to play well as a team for a really long time. And it's a six-month season, and there's a lot of ups, a lot of downs. There's a lot of good times. There's a lot of times where you're grinding as a team, and – you just got to stay together, and we had a lot of really good players. 
Uh, talent's put us in a position to succeed all year, and um, it paid off in the end. You know, we obviously would have probably rather won with a rather clinch with a win, but you won't complain, and you'll take it any way you can. And uh, anytime you can win a division, it's really special. There you go. It's it's a celebration of their season of how how long and arduous it is. It starts at spring training. Now look at it this way: they have gone through a ton of players. I mean, other teams get injured too. Don't get me wrong, but they've gone through so many players, and they've done it with pitching and defense because their offense has been. To say it's been up and down would be an understatement, but that's the way it's been. That's the way it's been for this for this Brewers team. So. No, it's you celebrate the season, you take a minute to breathe, you get back at it today, you've got to figure they're going to win one of these home games, right? So even if they win one or two or three or all six, whatever, you kind of figured, or the next remaining five, you kind of figured they'd win at least one to clinch it themselves. So, yeah, you celebrate the season and you move on. Now, if you're one of the Wisconsinites that say, well, they don't belong there, or well, they're the worst division winner of the others, Okay, whatever. You know, you're you're the same type of person that when the Packers won the world or won the uh, uh, Super Bowl, you went, wow, they can't win two. Well, it was a magic carpet ride. Well, they backed in. I don't care. <laughs> I could care less. I don't care if every player on the opposing team got hurt and they were all walking around with sprained ankles. You got to do something to get to a championship game. You got to do something. Now, does anybody demean? The Philadelphia Eagles? Think about that for a minute. Does anybody demean the Philadelphia Eagles for getting to a Super Bowl? Nobody even thinks about it. But remember, Brock Purdy couldn't play. They didn't have another quarterback. That was it. Does anybody demean the Eagles for getting to a Super Bowl? Would it have been different? It could have been, but it wasn't. You know why? Because they did their job. They got to the quarterback. It's just like you don't apologize for Derek Carr going out of the game. You know why? Because Rashawn Gary got to the quarterback. He got a hold of him, he got up on top of him, and he took him down hard. It wasn't illegal, he took him down hard. And you and I and everybody else know you love big hits. You don't apologize for that. You don't apologize because you did your job. Oh, I'm sorry, maybe it was a little bit too hard. I'm sorry, it wasn't fair. Come on. You don't apologize for that. It's a long season, man. Everything equals out. Now, if you go through just this incredible rash of injuries that are mind-boggling, yeah, you don't understand it. Look at the Jets. The Jets put all their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. Would their season be different? Probably be, they'd probably at least have a win, but I'll say this, not much. Aaron Rodgers, you know, I look at it this way. Zach Wilson is under center. Now, granted, he's not Rodgers by any stretch of the imagination, but let me say this. Their offense, their offensive line sucks, and they brought in Lazard and Cobby to coach him up and to get everybody on that same page and to educate the young guys. Do they look educated? Does it look like it's just this well-oiled machine without Aaron Rodgers? Like just guys are running wide open because Cobby and Lazard are there. Why aren't they throwing to those guys? Why isn't Zach Wilson dropping back and going, God, this is the reason we brought these two guys in. It wasn't just for Rodgers. It was the veteran leadership that these two guys brought. No, it was the same old, same old. They didn't win with them here. They weren't going to win with them there. They weren't even going to win their division. Two is eating their lunch right now. Two is having a hell of a season. If it's not Tua, it's Tariq Hill or Michael Parsons. One of those three right now should be the front runner for the MVP for the season he's has, having. So I don't care if it's the Brewers. I don't care. You, you don't apologize. 
You you just don't apologize. You just kind of you win. You let the haters hate, and you move on. And that's as simple as that. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. Um, Pac-Fan says, now if they falter this week and the Cubs get into the playoffs and then the Cubs beat the Brewers, then we have to have a discussion. Um, yeah, I mean, you can. Certainly in a three-game series, anything can happen. I'm not, you know, I, I what I was putting my belief on is the history of the season and what I saw. Anything can happen in the postseason. Do you, let me ask you this. If, say, Atlanta, who is a juggernaut, right? Juggernaut. They're, they're just bombastic, man. If they don't win a World Series, do we now have to have a discussion? Or do we just say they ran into a couple of hot teams? Did every team, like Atlanta, like Chicago, like Philadelphia, did they all have to have discussions after the Packers went on the run and won the Super Bowl? Did Pittsburgh have to have a discussion? You know, you just ran into a really hot team. You ran into a hot-handed quarterback. So, I think the discussion would be the same discussion, Pac fan, that we've had all season. Depends on how you lose, but you know you got a good rotation coming in. If, if all of a sudden the Cubs just start hitting and it just becomes contagious, it's just one of those days, and they beat up on Burns and they beat up on Woodruff or Peralta, whatever, it is what it is. You know, they just got hot because the pitching, that pitching has been stellar all season long. You know, we're going to overanalyze it. We're going to talk about how tired guys are and whether or not they should have or shouldn't have used guys in a particular facet and who should have come in to stop the bleeding and, you know, where should this guy have gotten a rest and this guy, you know, Corbin Burns' velocity down, should he have even pitched on Thursday? And, you know, we're going to get into all of that and we're going to overanalyze the hell out of it. And sometimes you just have to say the other team got hot. There's not much you could do. If you see guys that are swinging wildly, swinging at junk, committing errors, okay, then you can say the moment got too big or whatever. But in baseball, eh, you know, I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if you can do that. I think you just look at it and say, okay, how can we get better at each position? And do they have an everyday first baseman with power and with numbers? They got to get. Third base, the same. You, Garrett Mitchell eventually is going to be coming back, and then you're going to have this deep plethora of youth in the outfield. What are you going to do? You know, that kind of thing. But I don't know if you go in that direction. 877-867-1670. Unless things are so incredibly egregious when it comes to managerial moves that you have a discussion, but that's I can't imagine that happening either, you know? Um, when we come back, let's do this. Uh, we'll flip from uh, Brewers Baseball. Uh, oh, okay. Um, Pac, uh, Pac-Fan says, I was talking more about Mike's comment about winning by default. Yeah, okay. Now I get it. I get it. You are correct. Gotcha. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Joe Barry, defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, you are going to hear some of his comments. Is We didn't get to him yesterday, so we're going to get to him today. I promise you that, and I want to make sure we do that. Uh, this portion brought to you by our good friends down at the Nice Ash. And you know what's coming up in October. Oh, that's Big Unit Cider Month down there in October. They're going to have the drink on hand. So uh, it's what I've been talking about. Stop down. Even if you don't smoke cigars, who cares? Good beverage, some good entertainment on the weekend. Catch the games down there, whether sitting at the bar, sitting at a table, sitting in those big plush leather seats up front. 
the way a good bar should have. There you go. Good place. That's the nice ash. 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. Tell them I said hi. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Tonight's not the night if you're going to be heading down to uh, downtown Milwaukee to sit on the outside and listen to music. Uh, but Northern Lights event venue will have on Thursday night kind of a watch party down there. So if you're looking for a little bit of food, a little bit of cocktail, a little music, and then the game, uh, that's Northern Lights event venue. But the big thing they want me to remind you is that, and, and I hate to say as the holidays come, but we know they're coming. I can't stop it. Uh, as the holidays get here, whether it's a rehearsal dinner, a small wedding dinner, uh, or studio, uh, you got a photo shoot you want to do, you got a business event, a team building event, whatever it happens to be, that's the place to go. Go to northernlightseventvenue.com. That's northernlightseventvenue.com. And uh, see everything for yourself. That's northernlightseventvenue.com. Beautiful place. Beautiful place down there. Um, so, Joe Barry. Uh, Joe Barry, uh, he, uh, you know, discussed a little bit. Uh, uh, yes, it wasn't yesterday, it was the day before, uh, on what they did better down the stretch against the Saints to solidify that win. Uh, I think we just, you know, our guys, the one thing we've talked about, me being up in the box, that's the one thing you don't, you know, you don't get to feel truly what's going on on the sidelines. But from, you know, from, uh, from what I witnessed, the guys, they just kept playing, you know, kept fighting, um, kept believing. And, you know, bottom line, to answer your question, you know, we, we made plays when we had to, got off the field when we had to, uh, you know, limited them from obviously explosion plays, which is always huge. So um, collectively, the group, you know, the coaches and the players down on the grass did a great job. So the one thing about the coverage uh, against the Saints, specifically down the stretch, but the coverage on Sunday, and he's he's correct, it was – better it was a little more tight it, they while they still it drives me nuts because they keep things in front of them and underneath them and then they at times they'll die death by a thousand cuts but he said that uh, the coverage was was tight against the saints yeah i mean i, I think a little you know in in a game like that it's it's you got to change coverage principles obviously which we did but yeah the the coverage that all those guys did they, it was a great job and we had we had new guys in there we had you know cory valentine you know just got called up and was just going to be, you know, our fifth corner. And then all of a sudden, you know, he plays the entire second half. So um, kudos to Greg Williams and, and Corey just going and playing and, and doing a great job. By the way, and uh, speaking of Valentine, uh, Valentine and Valentine, um, Carrington Valentine, I don't know if anybody saw it. I had talked about it. Remember I had said he got blocked by Jimmy Graham, and that's probably going to make the Pancake Series on uh, ESPN, Grant? Yeah, getting that blocked was, by Jimmy Graham is, is a red yeah. flag. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. He got – not only was he was he on, but they highlighted it, and it was the number one pancake block of the weekend. So Carrington Valentine with the – you know, I, I think that might have even been when he injured the bicep, but he got his ass handed to him on numerous occasions – 
looks like he doesn't want to tackle, completely different than what we saw balling out in the preseason. He got his ass whooped and now highlighted on national TV. Just an FYI, that was the lead today as they were handing out pancakes with Jeff Saturday. That was the lead today when he got just stuffed to the ground. So getting back to uh, getting back to Joe Barry, uh, the kudos he gives is, uh, you know, hey, look, down 17 to nothing. The entire team stuck together. Those are tough situations to be in. You know, when you look up at the scoreboard and it's it's you're down 17 points, it's like, man. But it's a great example for everyone uh, in the National Football League. You got to play 60 minutes and it, it does not matter. It, it's not over until that final tick clicks off. But um, no, it was it was very emotional up in the press box as well. Emotional. It was emotional in the press box. He said, uh, well, then again, you know, the emotions can only flow on Sunday night and then got to get back at it on, on Monday. So he also was asked, much like Matt LaFleur discussed, on, on flushing an emotional comeback and then, you know, moving on after that. I definitely think it's, you know, on short weeks, these Thursday night games, it's definitely a lot better from a preparation standpoint for coaches today and then when the players come in the building it's definitely better to come in after a win than, than a loss. Um, but, yeah, these, these short weeks are – I mean, it's a challenge for everyone. Everyone's got to play in them. Um, you know, it's, it's the day and age now where we have, you know, potentially multiple – you know, we have multiple Thursday games, us specifically. It just comes with the territory. And, uh, but it's definitely it's, – it's a lot fun, funner from a preparation standpoint coming in after a W, there's no doubt. Um, one of the guys, when you talk about, uh, you know, the preparation factor, you didn't think he'd get a lot of snaps to begin with, and they've kind of had him on a pitch count. That's Rashawn Gary, 57 snaps. But, oh, my God, the impact via snap that he has had, Joe Barry talks about. He's doing great, you know, and, and we absolutely knew uh, when the season started that he was going to be on a pitch count. And Flea and his staff do a great job with that. And, uh, you know, he'll, he'll continue with that. We'll, as, as, you know, when we come in tomorrow and um, see where everyone's at, we haven't even, uh, I haven't even seen Flea yet today. So, uh, but Rashawn's doing a great job. Um, he'll continue to get a little bit more and more every week. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's uh, and as I mentioned even last week, you know, you guys know Rashawn. He wants to be out there every single play. But he's, he's def- definitely taken advantage of his at-bats. There's no doubt about it. And he's, uh, he's doing a great job. The big thing for the Packers and for Rashawn Gary is the fact that they do have some outside linebackers that can play. Or at least they can you know, hold their own while Rashawn Gary uh, gets a breather and goes on that pitch count. So the, the, the depth at the outside linebacker position has also aided in the slow ability for Rashawn Gary to be able to come back and be impactful. And Barry talks about that. You know, it's it's at every position. It's a uh, it's a collective group, but definitely um, when you're talking about the guys up front, you know, because those are that's obviously the two positions on defense that you you rotate the most, whether it's the inside front guys or the outside. Um, but it's great, you know, when Rashawn is on a snap count. You know, you got guys like Preston Smith, and you know now we got young guys like you know I still consider you know JJ still a very young guy. You know, um, you know, you got Van S, you got Justin Hollins. So um, it's great when Rashawn can't be out there as much as we want him to, um, that you got 
especially three young guys in 55, 90, and, and 47 that are, are stepping up, doing a great job. Was there a point? Now, this is all, I always find this interesting. This answer interesting because you're either you're either being honest to a certain extent and and telling and you'll hear what I'm talking about, or you're just full of crap. Uh, because when you're down 17 to nothing and your win probability is at three percent, which was 97 percent for the Saints at that point, with a couple of minutes to go or a couple of minutes into the fourth quarter. So it, the the question is always asked. So at what point did you feel? You could actually win this game and still pull it out. Listen to what he has to say. Sure, you know, I, I think you just you, you just got to have even in those situations, um, you got to have a mindset. You know, it's just, it's just the way, especially the players, the way they're built. Um, that absolutely any, anything can happen. But I think once once you know we did score, you know, once we got that field goal, we're like, okay, you know, let's. Um, but that was the great thing, and that was kind of what I was alluding to, is that I could hear it on the headset, but that's the, the guys, I know from a defensive standpoint, they never flinched. They, they never, never didn't believe that it was going to happen. And then, you know, once the offense finally got going, um, they were like, okay, we, we, we got this. So, um, but again, I'll say it again. 60 minutes of football in the National Football League, a lot can happen. You never know. So, um, but the guys fought and believed and just, just kept chopping wood. Now, the chopping wood thing is way overused, but that is a great answer. Because some guys will say, I know, we never feel we're out of a game. Shut up, you do. Okay, that's a lie. That was honest. Like, look, uh, we were struggling, we know that. But once we got points on the board and we thought, okay, if they can just move the ball defensively, we can do this. I love that answer. Like, you know, hey, you could hear it. You know, guys just, you know, stood staunch and blah, blah, blah. I like that answer. I appreciate that. That, to me, was an honest answer. He didn't come out and say, well, you know, we felt we were out of it because you don't want to ever say that. But he never said that, oh, I knew all along we were going to win this game because then you know he's just full of crap. That was a good answer. I like that. Uh, Also talked about uh, Isaiah McDuffie who had to come in because Devondre Campbell's ankle flared up yet again, so McDuffie had to come in and play for him. You know, that's, again, another thing with the National Football League. You know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a violent game. Guys, uh, they, get, they get nicks and bumps and bruises, and sometimes a guy comes out for a limited amount of time. Sometimes it's a long period, and that's why it's so important. To, you know, I've said it before. You have starters, and you have starters in waiting, you know, because those – I, I just hate ever referring to those guys as backups because you're literally one play away from being a starter. So, um, and it, it's just the coaches do a great job. KO does a great job with those guys because not only did Isaiah have to go in, Eric Wilson went in also. You know, so uh, already mentioned. You know, Greg with the job that he did with you know Corey. Not only CV but also CB. You know, both Ballantyne and Valentine um, got thrust into playing a lot more than we expected when the ball was kicked off. You know, so, um, but those guys just always have to be ready because you never know. And that's why, you know, preparation time is so important. Practice time is so important. Those walkthroughs, those meetings, we as coaches, we preach that all the time. But you truly never know. You're one snap away from being a, being a starter as soon as it happens. So those guys did a great job. And then Rashawn Gary getting uh, the game ball for the three sacks that he had, the uh, the pressures that he had, 
and the fact that every time he gets on the field, he has just been doing nothing but proving me wrong since pretty much year one. It's it's been a pleasure to watch him grow, and he talks about that too. No, I'm I'm going to try not to get emotional, just because it means so much to him, you know, and to witness, you know, him just to truly sit here and witness what he's gone through, you know, because I. I wasn't, I'm, I'm the most positive, upbeat person on the planet, as you guys know. I still, I was like, ah, God, is, there's no way Rashawn's going to be ready, you know, week one. And just to watch what he's done week one, week two, and then to see that, um, it, it, was, it was really, really cool. So um, it, was, it was a cool moment to be a part of not only the entire game, but just the post game. And you could see how much it means to that kid. I mean, he is, he is, you talk about all in and uh, it, it's just, it's, it's really neat that uh, he was able to accomplish what he was able to accomplish with what he's gone through the last 10 months. Let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Two more things I want to hear from Joe Barry. He talks a little bit about Jared Goff and one of the things that the Saints did after they saw what the Falcons did. And I want to hear from Joe Barry regarding both of those as well. So stick around and stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Skipper Buds. And as you know, we're going to get some good weather this weekend. It's going to be nice. It's going to be in the 80s. And it's going to continue on into early next week. So maybe it's not time just yet to be putting the boat away. But if you're looking for a great deal on a newer used boat, maybe going into the 2024 season, aha, Now's the time to deal. That's our friends at Skipper Buds. Whether it's boat sales, service, storage, you name it, 262-544-1200. Call our buddy Todd over there, 262-544-1200. More of the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, made sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9 30, 2023. Social House. They got the game on tomorrow night. West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Stop in and tell them we said hi. Social house. Um, so before we get out of here uh, for the top of the hour, Joe Barry, a couple of things that he talked about, and I wanted to make sure that we got uh, a chance to take a listen to it real quick, uh, was he also talked about uh, Jared Goff and what Jared Goff brings to the table for the, uh, for the Lions. I mean, I've told you guys now for three years, you know, I, I, uh, I mean, I, I went to this, a Super Bowl with the guy. So I, I think he's um, – I think he's – an elite quarterback. There's no doubt about it. And, um, you know, I think now 
with him being in Detroit, going into the, the third year in that system, um, you know, you can see he's he's got full command of the offense, and he's got you know really good weapons around him. But um, Jared's a Jared's an elite quarterback in this league. It's going to be a great challenge for us Thursday night. And then he said, uh, in kind of learning from your own mistakes, what problems they had down in Atlanta. That's what the Saints tried to do. And the Saints tried to mimic running wide and kind of some of the things, the zone ride, wide running that they did in Atlanta. The Saints were trying to do that, and uh, they learned a little bit from their mistakes last week. Yeah, I mean, it, this is a copycat league, you know, and if you put something on tape unsuccessfully, you better anticipate that it's going to show up until you are successful with it. And that's, you know, that's that's all three phases of this league, offense, defense, and special teams. Um you know, if, if you don't successfully defend something with us specifically, it's going to show up until you stop it. So, um, yeah, that that's that's quite common. You hear that all the time, but it's true. It, it's a copycat league. They're going to they're going to copy something if they see you struggling with it. So there you go. That was Joe Barry. And I wanted to make sure we got that to you because I promised it yesterday. Didn't get a chance to get to it. And I wanted you to hear some of the comments. I mean, there's more, but uh, those were more, the more. You know, those are more in-depth than anything. So uh, we're at the top of the hour. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Bottom of the hour, bottom of next hour, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and uh, the uh, Journal Sentinel are going to be joining us. We'll talk with him and uh, get his thoughts on uh, the Green Bay Packers, where they stand as of right now. Uh, about an hour from now, Mark Schofield from SB Nation is going to be joining us. We'll talk with him. We've got our NFL power rankings coming up uh, in a little bit as well. So we'll talk about it. Uh, surprisingly... One of the power rankings that I was reading, oh, some people have a lot more belief in the Packers than others, but uh, one specific, yeah, I'll tell you what that says, too. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Good stuff today on a Wednesday. Glad to be here. Hang in there. We got a lot more coming up right after this. 